when you're in your police board interview or your even your psychological interview, do you know how important it is when they ask you, tell us what your greatest weakness is or tell us what your greatest strength is? Do you know how to handle that question? Let's discuss. Hey, before we get started, listen, those gifts are down in the description. All you have to do is hit the drop down link and it's going to show you the link for both of those. So just click on that. First one is the getting started workshop. It's going to walk you through each stage of the hiring process. Plus there's some hidden bonuses in there that's going to make your hiring process much easier. Additionally, that one-on-one -on -one coaching call with myself, if you have something specific to your hiring process that you want to ask me offline, not in the public of everyone else, jump on a free coaching call with myself. I'd be happy to help you as much as possible. Now, how important is the weakness and strength questions in your interviews? Let's start with your board interview because we are seeing this pop up a little bit more in your psychological interview as well. But let's start with the board interview because that's most likely where you're going to see it. Now, you've probably seen a video where I've addressed your greatest weakness and how to how to combat that question or how to best answer it. And we're going to start there. With your greatest weakness, as I mentioned before, do not pick something that is that is not really a weakness, but it's just going to be a, a fluff answer. And what I mean by this is this irks us so much when we're when we're interviewing candidates. Hey, what's your greatest weakness? Oh, my greatest weakness is I try too hard. Really, really it is. It's a weakness. I just I put too much effort into stuff. I really I really try too hard for things and sometimes I just I won't move on until I until I complete something the best I can. That is such a superficial answer. We hate to see it and and whether that's true or not for you and it may be it's not necessarily the best way to go about that question. A better answer is to pick something relatable to the profession, but not directly to the position that you're applying to. So if I was going to ask, hey, what's your greatest weakness or what's an area you need improvement in or what's an area that you think you can do better in? Any of these questions are all the same thing. I would say, and I've said this before, I would pick a an answer that's that's a little bit off kilter, but still related. Perfect example. Thank you for the question. Honestly, I think I can do a lot better and I'm working on it. I'm taking courses. I'm taking multiple courses in, in coding. I know a lot of work is going towards cybersecurity these days and cybercrime. So I know that's an area that I could always use improvement in because I cannot code to save my life. I'm a little bit better now because I've taken courses in it, but for the most part, that's really an area that I think I could use improvement in. And with technology improving, I think that's an area I should keep focusing uh, for improvement. That's that's a perfect answer, right? I'm I'm relating it to law enforcement, you know, cyber crimes, but it's not directly relatable to a patrolman position or a sheriff's deputy position. You're not going to jump right in and and be working in a cyber crimes unit unless you're applying to a cyber crime unit. Then don't use that one. At all. You can steal that one, by the way, if, if that pertains to you, but don't use that if you're applying to a cyber crimes unit. You're literally shooting yourself in the foot. The next thing I see is answering it and being too too closely related to your position. Ah, 
you know, uh, an area I just, I'm really bad at speaking to people or I'm really bad at confrontation or I'm really bad in a group setting or I really need improvement in, in writing. These are all things you're going to do every single day in law enforcement. You do not want to state that those are your biggest weakness because honestly, if they are, you should work on improving them right now. And like I said, there's bonuses in the getting started workshop that can get you there, or I could get you there with either one of the free gifts we have for you in the descriptions. Just keep that in mind. All right. Now, greatest strengths. Greatest strengths, you need to be careful not to oversell it to the point it's a weakness. Let's use this same scenario. Hey, what's a greatest strength or what's something you really thrive at? What's an area that you feel you're really good at? I would say for this one, people using that saying, I just, I, I work really hard. I, I don't give up on something until, until I have it complete a hundred percent. I, I will just obsess over it and make sure it's perfect. Well, in law enforcement, nothing is perfect, right? You're not going to have, you know, the perfect interaction. You're not going to have the perfect attention. You're not going to have the perfect arrest. Um, heck, you're not even going to have the perfect shift. So saying that you're going to obsess over something while commendable and saying, hey, I, 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 you know, I commend your your attention to detail and your your commitment to a task, it doesn't mean that, that that's going to be the best answer. When you're looking at, hey, what's something you really thrive in? What's your greatest strength? Pick something, once again, that's relatable to the profession, but not, not so obvious that it seems like you're coming across as as a know-it-all or someone who has more experience than they than they do. Perfect example for, of that would be, well, I'm just really good at reading people and I know when they're lying and I can just tell that and that allows me to really dig deeper and I just, I do this in security all the time and I can get them or, and I can just get them to, to break and, and I'll just wind up being able to arrest them because they'll omit anything to me. That. That's nice. I mean, if you truly feel that way, great, but it comes off a little condescending, a little cocky, a little conceited. And it also is, is degrading to the people who are, you probably have a detective sitting across from you, or at least someone who has been in the detective field. And he's over here thinking, he or she's over here thinking, but you have no idea what you're getting into because you've never been a law enforcement officer or miss you've never, you've never experienced law enforcement Unless you have that background, and if you can draw on that background from an actual law enforcement position, great, use it. But for those of you applying for your first law enforcement position, you can't sit here and say, I know what it's like to arrest someone, or I know what it's like to interrogate someone or to interview someone, because you've never been in that position where at the end of the day, you're legally arresting them under the laws of the United States or of Canada or of Mexico or wherever it is, or you know, Japan or China. England, wherever it is that you're watching this. So keep that in mind. As you go through your your greatest strength, what's an area that you you think is is really um really beneficial that that relates to to the job? For me, I would say, hey, I have a high attention to detail, but I've really just say I I think my greatest strength is learning from my mentors. Um I've I've learned over the years that I can really cut down a learning curve and and learn a skill or a trade much faster by just listening to those who are more experienced than me. And also it helps me prevent some of the mistakes that they made in the past so that I don't repeat them. 
And then on top of it, it allows me to be a better officer or it allows me to be a better employee. And if I sit back and I tell myself, hey, you have something, at least even, even if it's not a lot, but even if it's just one thing I can learn from someone, that's a new skill, a new trade, a new trick that I didn't have before and a new tool in the toolbox that really helps me excel in the positions I've had in the past. Right. I didn't sit here and say, hey, it's going to make me the best cop in the world. It's going to no. it's just saying, hey, I've really learned from a lot of mentors. I even I like to add a little bit to that. And, you know, a downside of that is 90 percent of them. I should probably tell them they're my mentors because 90 percent of my mentors don't even know that they've mentored me in my life. So and I'm sure that's probably the same for, for you. So keep that in mind, right? Having have an answer that's relatable. Now you can tie it a little bit more into, into law enforcement if you want or, or security or whatever experience you have. But if you don't have any direct law enforcement experience, you can you can always say that. Another another positive you can say if you have I don't know, work experiences, hey, I uh I I really excel at being able to to learn a task the first time and complete it properly. I'm not saying that I can always improve, of course, but I can always get a task, learn it quickly, and then complete it properly in a very efficient manner. And, and it saves both me and my company not only time, but it also makes sure that the task is getting done correctly and in the timeline that my supervisor set for me. Never say that you're just rushing through something because the last thing you want to do is be rushing through someone when you're arresting them and you're taking away their constitutional rights. But you always want to say that you completed in an effective manner and it's always a positive note to your supervisor that, hey, he did this task correctly much quicker than, say, some other people. So things like that. Those are, those are the type of pros that you can list. Now, if you have something else that's really just great for you, use it, but don't go so, so far-fetched to say, hey, um, my greatest strength, I'm an excellent bowler. Right? I, I don't bowl, but let's just say I'm an excellent bowler. That's something you can you can use. Uh, I've seen a lot of people go along the lines of, hey, I'm really good at boxing or I'm really good at jujitsu. Well, while that may be a, a a trait that you're or a skill that you're really good at, um, you're not selling yourself when you're saying, hey, I'm good at fighting. Most law enforcement departments don't want someone to be out there and say, hey, I can't wait to go hands on with someone. That is that's you're almost guaranteed to get a lawsuit out of someone like that. No, they want someone who's a critical thinker who can deescalate a situation, yet who still has the capabilities of handling a physically or violent altercation with another individual or multiple individuals. So going in and saying something along those lines, I don't, I don't recommend it. Lean more towards the, you know, you're, you're good using your, your head and your mind rather than using your physical abilities. They're going to be able to tell if you're physically capable and they're going to read your resume. And if you have those things on there, Hey, I'm a, you know, eighth degree Jujillian uh, Jujillian Jiu-Jitsu black belt, um, or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. There you go. I mix the two words together. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. They're going to read that on your resume and it looks good. And they're going to say, okay, Hey, this guy's capable of taking care of himself. You walk in, you present yourself in a professional manner and you sit down for your board interview and you answer that question. You don't have to re-articulate that it's already on your resume. You don't have to articulate how good you are at Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu while how effective it may be. If you get into a scuffle, it's just not, it's not going to be the, the way that 
departments are are leaning these days. Next, we're going to roll real quickly into the psych psychological exam, something I've been seeing a lot with my coaching members. I mean, a good majority of them, I mean, it's starting to get up to about 50% is I'm seeing one packet go all the way through the system. So they are, and what I mean by this is you get your background packet, right? It has all your criminal history, everything you've ever done. And then attached to that is your medical packet, right? So then you're turning in this whole packet your medical, the medical evaluator gets to see, Hey, any, any illegal substance you've done, how much you drink, all, all that type of stuff. So there's no disparity there. And then on top of it, that whole packet then goes over to your, your psychologist or your psychological exam. And they get to see all your criminal history that you've ever done, you know, and I'm not talking major criminal history. I'm just saying like your speeding tickets, your, your red light tickets, you know, if you ever had an interaction with law enforcement in the past, maybe you were a witness to something, or maybe you had a um, a detention for, for something minor, a non-disqualifying factor, they're going to see that. And then they're going to review your medical and say, hey, I see the medical doc said that you, you know, you drink four drinks uh, a week or, or four drinks a month. But on your, on your psychological exam, you put that you don't drink. They're now going to have those literally. So the psych psychological examiner is going to have that and be able to review your whole packet and compare it to your, your psych packet. And it's all one. And it just travels with you through the whole hiring process. And it's, it's almost the start of your employment file. So I tell you that because you are looking at, at those questions from, from psychologists these days, Psycho psychologists are saying, Hey, what's an area you really feel you need improvement in, in the law enforcement spectrum or in the public safety spectrum. And, or they just might ask it broadly, like in the board interview, and then you have to have a reasonable answer. The only difference is now you're going up against a licensed psychologist and they're analyzing every aspect of every word you say, and they're they're just going to pick it apart. And that's what's happening to a lot of people who do not prepare for the psych. So preparing for what's your greatest strength, what's your greatest weakness more specifically, is a great way to know, hey, if that question comes up, maybe it won't. More than likely it will. But if that question comes up, you're prepared. It's not going to be the one that trips you up and get your, your application moved to the maybe pile or even the hey, maybe next time pile. So I hope this helps. Listen, those gifts are down in the description. Just open up the description and you're going to see the two links, the Getting Started Workshop. It's going to walk you through each phase of the hiring process. So you know what you're getting into. You're more prepared. And there's some hidden bonuses in there. Additionally, that one-on-one -on -one coaching call with myself, jump on it. It's my gift to you. I'd love to sit down with you, discuss anything specific to your hiring process and help you the best way I can. As always, stay safe and I'll see you next time.